You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. episode of titties and tacos i am your host sparkle and i'm tina d and the letter of the day is b it is for these nuts no it's not okay it's not because that would be a record-breaking fourth week where we started (laughs) with just hello folks dick you know what listen (laughs) listen here this podcast is about more than sex okay it's about more than dick. What evidence do we have? Or the lack thereof. Mm. <laughs> it is hard in these streets for you, boss. It is, man. It's bleeding. Jesus Christ. It's, it's bleeding. It's, that so is Engineer see- Joe's feels <laughs> through each episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what, guys? It's Taco Tuesday. We're going to roll right into it. Stop it. <laughs> right now. Thanks. It's my taco this week. Tell it's going to be legit. It is. It She's absolutely green. is. Let me start with the fact that I found this taco on a blog called This Is Not Diet Food. <laughs> and I was sold. Hook, line, and say, The title of the blog, like the blog is called This Is Not so Diet how Food. How much fat shit is in your taco? Mm, girl. Here's I'll just tell you what is what if the you're name trying of it to is. live just fast forward three and four minutes. Yep, because it's gonna take me three or four minutes to break down this fatty goodness. Fat Listen ass here. taco. <laughs> it's a cream cheese bacon chicken taco. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> run that back. Run that back. Cream, cream cheese. Cream. First of all, cream cheese. Then cheese. Cream cheese. Cream bacon, cheese. Bacon, bacon chicken tacos. Bacon cream cheese. Yes. And chicken. Yes. The last time I did a taco, it was a vegetarian. You think so I'm going to go out so like is that? is this you voting for Trump because you had Obama? No, because those people were stupid. You just came out angry because the last one was better? Is this that is me. You, that kind of is you voting no, for Trump. No, no, This is me voting for Obama after having George Bush. Oh. There it is. There's the actual metaphor. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Because okay. this is much better. You're right. Any, I'm not all, bacon for what's makes worse. it better. Bacon makes everything better. Exactly. So let me tell you about it so y'all can get into it because you definitely should. Second part that drew, drew me to this taco is this lady made these tacos in her van. <laughs> this maybe. sounds like some van I shit. <laughs> I can't speak whether or not a van was involved. Like there in was this. a conversion van. But the taco shells (laughs) that she used were the old El Paso's bold nacho cheese flavored taco shells. Damn, so they're not even (laughs) the regular ones? This bitch used a Dorito Loco taco bell? She made a Dorito Loco bacon cream cheese Now listen, I'm not recommending that because I don't particularly... I have I have a history of high blood pressure in my family. I'm not recommending that. So does every other black person listening. Exactly. So I'm not recommending that you put it in that. But I'm not not recommending because it look like 
hot fire. Let me tell you. Super hot fire. Super. Girl. <laughs> oh, you know what would be good? See, what? it's my fat ass joining. See, 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 you want to talk all that you shit? Know you know what? You want to be a part of it. it. See, you know what I want to put it on now? What? I don't even know what the fuck it is. Hmm. Some flaming hot Doritos. You seen the flaming hot Doritos? I did. I, I did. I used that as a base. Did you see that Chester Cheeto came in? Like, don't try to stay in your lane, Doritos. <laughs> no, I didn't no, see he that. No, he literally, Chester Cheeto had a Cheeto commercial talking about some stay in your lane. Doritos. Are you serious? I'm not. I'm. I bullshit you not. You can look it up. It is wow, hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> but anyway, just so you can get like a full appreciation of what's in this chocolate, because I don't have a lot more to say outside. It. I shouldn't have more to say than that. Okay. But the way that it works is so. Um, it's it's like a good weeknight sort of recipe because you can use like less leftover chicken breast from something else, rotisserie chicken. You can use whatever oh, cool. sort of so like it's a Thursday shred. meal, yeah. like last week. Exactly, because you can just <laughs> only making meals for Thursdays. And that's, <laughs> that's it. it. That's it. Because every day is a Thursday. In the <laughs> I be mean, having Thursday attitude on Monday, Tuesday or Thursday in this bitch. <laughs> Dog, I be having Thursday attitude every day of the week. Clearly, <laughs> but um, so you take the the chicken. You shred it up, and then you use the, um, you have both cream cheese and regular cheddar cheese, and you let it melt all together. You chop up some onions. Now, she added bacon bits. I am here to say, cook your own bacon. Yeah, I like to cook my own bacon and just crumble cook, it. crumble it up and put it in there. Don't be bothered with no bacon yeah, and bits. Bacon, and I remember being a kid loving bacon bits. I did too. I love bacon bits. They're just little balls of salt that are colored red. You get you some bacon, <laughs> okay? Let's try to be adults about this. Yeah. If we gonna eat Dorito Locos tacos, put real bacon in it. That's the line. Yeah. But, so, put your real bacon in it. You melt it all together, you mix it all up, and then you take your Doritos Locos taco shells, you bake those, you fill it in there, you top it with more cheddar cheese on top so the whole thing just melts all together. What? Girl, it is a heart attack waiting to happen, and it is so beautiful. Oh, my God. (laughs) So that's my taco. I love it. Put all your vegetables on top when you take it out. Add some sour cream if you're feeling like it. But when I tell you, it's just... I don't know. It looked amazing. That sounds delicious. It is. It's good as hell. Like, like I promise you. Is it Thursday? It's Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday is what it is. I don't know. Well, you know, there you go. Two, we only making meals for Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's that it. is it. Everything else you on your own. Just like just like your black Everything mama told you. Everything else. <laughs> like, you got to eat a sandwich or some soup in between. Because we ain't got nothing for them days. Make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and get out of my face. <laughs> but we making these tacos. I love it. Yeah. So that's that. Okay. All right. Well, the letter of the day is D. But before we get into that. Yeah. Before we get into that, we need to have a conversation. What do we need to talk about, girl? Well, you know, you know how when you go on a date and then you, uh, you leave from Mm. the date, right? Mm -hmm. You go, you meet somebody new. It's the first date, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, Sparkle, what's the first thing you do? Really? (laughs) Can we not? (laughs) This is not revolutionary. I don't know what is happening. (laughs) 
Oh, it's because this new segment, new segment alert, major keys, major keys. Yikes. But yeah, what's the first thing that you do when you... When I leave? From the first date, yes. I make sure he's not following me. Okay, second thing. Because that is the first thing. That's absolutely the first. Ladies ain't safe out here. No, nah, man. You better hold them keys through your fingers. So when I get in my car and I lock my door. Yes, that part. I call my girl. Absolutely. And I tell her how the date went. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do. We are introducing right now. (laughs) Right here in this moment. The ride home. (laughs) I can't. I can't handle it. So this is our ride home segment. Where we uh, chit-chat about the dates that we've been on thus far. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so, up to this point, we've been on two dates. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is a solid, you know, That's amount. Good, girl. Right? We just got, got out here. full-time responsibility. Exactly. <laughs> we still got other things to do. Dating is not the major priority. No, it's not. So, we've been on two dates. Yes. With two Viable lovely, candidates. Lovely gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think we should chit-chat about that. Okay. So, the first date that we went on mm-hmm. was with Voice the Villain. Yes. Yes, yes. I remember him. Yes. So, I'll ask you. Okay. So, this is this is what we're doing then. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So, as far as you were concerned. <laughs> okay. What did he look like? Um, well, that seems unfair. Okay. the peoples can't see him. But, you know, like... How did his voice flow over the airwaves? I now this is the thing. I think Villain had a good, a nice, like velvety, smooth voice. Okay, I do too. I, I like agree it. with that. I liked it. I felt like he, you know, meshed well mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the podcast. Like, you know, we had a vibe. There it was, was some cool. meshing. It was. It was like a cool little, you know, not like vaginal mesh, but you know, mesh nonetheless. <laughs> Definitely not vaginal mesh. I think is that shit is different. on that lawyer commercial. But anywho, yeah, that's a whole different thing that you don't <laughs> know about. And nobody should. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it here, but maybe we don't mention vaginal mesh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's with that mesothelioma. <laughs> um, different things, but let's continue. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So yeah, no, I thought I thought he had a nice little silky smooth voice. He was chilling. It was All cool. Right. Now, you'd ask your girl, like, you know, girl, did he pay for everything? Did he pay for your, your two for 20? So right, I'm right. going to ask you, did he pay attention? <laughs> he did. Did he pay attention? I felt like he really paid attention to what we were talking about, the okay. topics discussed. You know, y'all feel me in if I'm wrong. But I, I think he, <laughs> I think he, uh, you know. Paid attention to what we were saying. Because you know, nowadays, that mean, like, make sure his ass went on the phone. No, and he wasn't. He okay. was very engaged, if that's what we're asking. Like, he was engaged in the process. Like, we had an active date. Was he nice? Very. Don't you think he was nice? I think he was nice. He was very nice. Yes. He, he was, He was. you know, but see, I don't want him too nice. Yeah. Now, that's, sometimes I need to be told be to shut the, the fuck up. That only dangerous thing. I think Villain was very nice. Like maybe like too little, yeah. Not, not not like oh he's a good guy and he's you know super nice, but he was very nice. Like just at that line where like unless you just had yourself. Like you remember when on. I was talking about like if you could slap your nigga. Remember that episode? Right. Yeah, he does seem like you might be able to the slap, slap him. him. <laughs> you it's not a lot, like not slap him around, not just be casually out here whooping on a nigga. He not like that, but he does seem like like the first time you do it, he not gonna hem you up right away yeah 
A I little bit. Need, I kind of need. I <laughs> want a nigga that's gonna hit yeah, me. Yeah, you definitely the person that needs a, a nigga to look at I you. Don't want to be my ass, <laughs> right? Just snatch me up a little bit. Just remind be like, me, like, okay, you I ain't know, no like, bitch. You need you bitch. need the person who gonna grab your hand before it gets to the face. Yes, and he gonna let you make contact before he then yeah, comes at you. Yeah, and that's that's a that's different, a different thing. thing. That yeah, is. It is. is. You're right. You're right. All right. Was he weird? I don't think so. Like, I think he was a little weird. Was he? Maybe you know what I'm into weird, so it's kind of hard for you to ask but me. But I also like, think you weird. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I said like maybe I'm not the right judge because you know I'm here for all all the nerdy, all the weird. I'm kind of here for it. So I mean, I'm here for his weird though. But yeah, I, for I, sure. I, it's not like it, when I say it's weird, like I guess I mean more like get me out of here. No, I got to I mean leave weird, weird like blurred. Oh yeah, for sure. He was like a, nerd. a black nerd. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Did but I'm getting. I'm I'm into that. That's the thing I'm on board with. Was he? Did he have any kids? We didn't ask. Okay, so we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if we don't know if he had kids. That's a question that we might need to start asking because I don't think we know. Okay. Okay. But well, overall, though, like as far as voice the villain goes, and um, sh- listen, you can catch him if you really enjoyed him on Haddish Underground. Oh, is yeah, the yeah. name of uh, their podcast? Yeah, because he's seeing another on. podcast. He's seeing another podcast. It's right. definitely not an exclusive sort no, of thing. No, it's not. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, you can catch him there. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, though, would you love him or leave him? I would love him. I don't think I would leave him. We had a good time. Okay. Like if he if he hit me up, you know, in the standard three day protocol <laughs> and said, "Hey, do you want to link again?" I'd be like, "You'd yeah, be down like, to go to, yeah. to, to, to date him again, yeah, for sure." Okay, yeah. All right. Well, he makes that cut then. Yeah, he does. We'll move him over into the the second round of things. Well, right. We move you over. You know, <laughs> he so, passed the first round exactly. So maybe we'll see him again. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, since how we're doing this like this, um, it's your turn, Sparkle. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we got two. So, we got there two, you go. Yes. Not going to be all just put me in the spotlight <laughs> all right. to be out here trashing people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Exactly. Togetherness. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Down with the shit we go, eh? Fuck <laughs> me. Anyway, <laughs> so I'll ask you. So, that was our bachelor number one. Mm-hmm. Our bachelor number two was uh, B. B. Smitty. Smitty. Mm-hmm. Yes, B. Smitty. So now I will ask you, um, what did he look like? Or what did he sound like? I mean, he looked like a nigga that stopped growing in the fifth grade. <laughs> That's what he looked like. Oh, wow. Is that supposed to be a compliment? <laughs> or is that like a dig at him? Like, if y'all got some beef out on the whole I mean, world? it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't, it ain't good or ain't bad. It's it just, ain't good or ain't bad. It's just factual. It's beef. the fucking truth. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That's fine. But I think his baritone makes up for whatever he misses. <laughs> what he out. visually <laughs> likes. Are you saying he's got a voice for radio? He's got a yeah. face for radio? <laughs> <laughs> he got a face for radio, yeah. Wow. No, I think I, that's harsh. <laughs> he's very handsome. Yeah. He just, you know. He got a baby face. Yeah, you know. Or maybe not baby, but kid face. Mm, and height. Give <laughs> 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 me my kid the same height. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> his, baritone, his voice is very nice. And I think it'll, it comes across the, the airwaves yes. pretty, pretty yes, nicely. Yes, it very does. smooth. He got that uh, quiet storm shit going he on. Yes, <laughs> he had it. He had that together for sure. And then so, um, so Sparkle. Did he pay attention? (laughs) (laughs) 
if you want to be somebody. <laughs> I think he did a good job. <laughs> yes, um, interjecting, engaging, being a part of the conversation. Yeah, he yeah. did. It took him a minute to warm up, but he was yeah, in he there. Yeah, he was a little shy at first, but yeah. he, he came to. Yeah. Um. So, was he nice? Yes, he was nice ish. Ish. Eh, Emphasis no, you know on the ish. Let me roll that back. Because <laughs> I would not agree. I don't know. He's kind of an asshole, actually. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like, you know. But not the asshole that I wouldn't date. Exactly. He's an asshole I date. So, whereas Bachelor number one was the nice guy that ultimately you wouldn't date for long. This or is right. All? <laughs> because he would let you slap him. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> Bachelor number two and all his assholery. You're like, oh yeah, no, He'd I can get with him before you before he make contact. But he would catch the hand before he made contact. Yeah, yes, for sure. Would. And put your ass out. <laughs> yeah, true. Also, also facts. So, next question: Was he weird? No, he was. Nah, he wasn't weird. He was very, very your run of the mill standard. Yeah, <laughs> he's a regular nigga. <laughs> and so, does he have kids? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. So we established that we are failing at the dating thing because we're not asking about nobody's kids. Are we just assuming everybody got them? I just assume everybody has a dick. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that doesn't solve the question. Like, are we dealing with somebody else's kids now? I am. I want to be a mom of three. Oh, I want somebody okay. with kids. Okay, but you don't even know if this is that a per- if this person is that person. I don't because we don't we ask. ask. We yeah, really we gotta, need to we gotta ask follow this up. As we a do. Question. We need to follow that up. Okay, and uh, finally, uh, you gonna love him or leave him? I love him. He could come back. I think so. I think he could come back and, and we could do a second date and see how that goes. Yeah, we can see. I, I, I thought it was I thought it was cool. It was interesting. <laughs> it was a thing. It was. He said a, moist too many times. Yes, he did. That's, <laughs> I, I'm glad you said it he because said that's my problem. moist way too many times. And I simply just didn't bring it up because I didn't want to hear it again. No, I didn't either. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> he said I didn't want to be the person to say it. I was hoping that you said it so I can just I, agree. I'm just. But yeah, no. Yeah. I hate the word moist. He said moist every three seconds. And was very committed to and it. And was committed to not just being moist but also erect. And I make I think that makes him a hermaphrodite. Like, Together, how are you moist and erect? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It was that part. You're a little androgynous. I that, don't, that part was a lot. Yeah. That was yes. a lot. But so. Overall, if he sends you a text in three days, are you going out on I'm that I'm going to go again. Yeah. And that's the truth of the matter. That's the truth. You can yeah. say all of this stuff all day long. Call him her, uh, hermaphrodite and still go. And still go out on that date. Because yep. who doesn't want a free meal? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The letter of the day is D. It is. <laughs> it's my turn to go first. Good gracious. Would you like to know what my D is? Yeah. Sorry I have it. so many inappropriate jokes for D, <laughs> but sure. And you know what? We never get to people what they want. D is never for dick the way it, it needs to be. It's never for dick. <laughs> never. But, oh, well, maybe next season. We'll see. But, um, so my D is for do's and don'ts. Ooh, what are we doing and what are we not by doing? By do's, I mean here do. And by don'ts, I mean don't touch it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what? It's very simple. It's I want to talk about my hair. Don't touch my hair. Oh. <laughs> They're related. The two go together, girl. 
do's for hair and don't touch my hair. Yes. Hair do's and don't touch my hair. We should have had the women from uh, My Natural Hair Goals on today. We should have. Shout out to y'all ladies. We love them. We do. But um, this is probably best that they not here because I want to talk about how my hair gets on my nerves. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure they'll be all very ethereal and be like, no, your hair is beautiful it's and your crown and to glory. It, and it's, you know, bathing in fruits and berries and it'll be right. wonderful to you. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of that right now. <laughs> okay. Oh listen. I didn't say that. Listen. In case y'all listening. Yeah, no, I didn't say it either. Wink, wink. Lakeisha <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's really just, I have been doing this natural hair thing now for almost a full year. Like, okay. I'm coming up on my full year. At the time that this airs, it'll be a full year. So, does that mean you haven't put any heat in your hair for a year? That's what it means. Because I, as far as chemicals, my body told me it was a no on perms a long time ago. Okay. So, I've been, you know, but ever since that point, that was like, I was like 18, 19 last time I tried doing that. But, um, I was faithfully, you know, I was faithfully at the shop. Like, yeah, for sure. straight in this. It was pretty this too. All straight, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I still do occasionally miss it. But I, and I will say, I enjoy my hair being like heatless mm-hmm. more than I enjoyed it being straight. Okay. And I don't think I would have even thought that I would have got to that point because. I really enjoyed it being straight. Right, yeah. And, and it looked really nice. And I got to a point where I needed it cut, so I had to straighten it because I was getting it cut for free and not by a person who can straighten natural hair. <laughs> I was getting cut for free by my sister who can only, only oh, cut shit. straightened hair. That's that homemade shit. Yeah, it is. So I straightened it for the first time in a long time, and I was bored. That's really what the problem was. It's like, because it was winter. It was still cold Man, outside. let me tell you something about my flat iron hair. <laughs> I wouldn't give a fuck you about being bored. I don't bored. give a damn. You like, have so much. I get that, though. And but I've I don't have both. that much. I've done the natural and the, you know, the, the wash and go and mm-hmm. all of that. And I've also done flat irons. And just my, my flat irons are just so much more practical and yeah. convenient. And don't get me wrong. That makes more sense. But now I've been doing this thing. And that's what actually I want to talk about is how when you decide to go heatless and you decide to start doing this stuff with your hair how it can really become a thing that you're doing all the time like it's a thing that you're so thinking about you all the time you are you you were missing not being consumed by your hair like not thinking about it like I was missing literally I can see that I can like definitely understand not it not doing anything to it because it's a thing especially now because I finally was able to get into a groove of like you know I'm gonna twist it up this day and it'll last for these many days and then it'll be curly then I'll do a bun and then I'll do it all over again so I had got into a routine that was manageable which was my biggest issue for like the first six months of me doing this mm-hmm. was like finding something that didn't take 16 days because it's a lot to keep it's a honestly it takes more to keep up with natural hair than it does just it to does. like flat iron and wrap it up in eight it does especially because I was a person that decided to go heatless without chopping all my hair off yeah like and so that's a completely different starting that's point. That's a yeah, because now you'll have some of the hair that is and I had well trained, well treated to be heated, straight, yeah. That some of that hair is just gonna be straight because yep. it 
that's what you and get the women in my natural hair were saying when you wanted to just go natural you have to cut off that straightness yeah, yeah so you that, have to and cut, start at your curl exactly and that's really what like in retrospect I probably should have could have done I won't say should because I do I have no regrets about doing it this way because mm-hmm. I have a very round very fat bulbous face <laughs> bulbous <laughs> and like between my cheekbones and my chin with the fat on them Ooh. I'm like I'm not here to have short hair okay <laughs> like that's not that's not I needed to at least come to like my ear or something cause that bald fade ain't for and me and you know what the more curls you have and the, the fluffier your hair the smaller your face it, Exactly. I know and because so, I also have a fat face right, right now in this phase of life. <laughs> so with that, like I don't regret like just wait. But it, the thing about it is it took longer and it was always more of a process to get all of my hair to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, all of my hair is not on the same page. Like the back of my hair does exactly what I want to do all the time. The front has been manipulated so much that it takes so much more work. So... But I finally found something that works for yep. me, which is good. Okay. So. Which is what? Um. So first thing I did was, you know, finding a brand and finding a product and stop product hopping, which is the immediate obsession. But that's kind of hard, though. It's not it, that I don't think people are obsessed. I think it's just a, a really serious hunt it is. for what works best. What happens is you get caught up in the hunt. You know, like a hunter days, be like, okay, now it's time to stop hunting. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like I need to tell myself. Like, this works. This don't works. work for anything there's, else. There's no reason. Like, I'm in a place so right are now. are you obsessed with your hair? No, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot, but a little. I'm a little obsessed with it. Okay. Because every time... It's it's pretty. Every time my BFF finds a new one and she finds a new one all the time, then I'm like, oh, how they work? What's oh. good? You know what? Like, my, my mom does the same. You She's know, kind of a product hopper. So she always exactly. got something interesting going on. And so on. I'm on this new thing where I'm telling myself, like, you found a product that worked. I found a company that's black owned. It's got no chemicals. Like, it literally checks off all the boxes that I was trying to check off. That's me and Why, Kira Veda. Yeah. yeah. Why are you trying to jump ship just for the sake of it? Yeah. That is stupid. Focus yourself up and just <laughs> <laughs> work on your skill. We're, we're going to put it in a good flat twist before you find another one. Damn. <laughs> you know, figure out how to really put in a flat twist before you find another product. Okay. And so that's what I've been telling myself and working on. But when I say I just, sometimes I just walk down the natural hair aisle in stores. Wow. Just so to sometimes look. sometimes you drive past your ex house <laughs> just to see if he home. I just be looking. What the fuck, you crazy bitch? <laughs> I don't be doing anything, but I just be like, hmm, I wonder if you they not, got- you just sitting outside the house fingering yourself. You know, you just want to know. He, he reading a, you, know, you just want to know if he's got somebody new. <laughs> like, I just be looking at other brands like, y'all got a new product out. He reading Jane Ayers and you yeah. in there in front of his house fingering yourself. I'm not doing all of that, dear. Because if I was doing that, I'd just be knocking on the door. Crazy I'd just be putting stuff in the cart. But, but yeah, so <laughs> the second part of my D. I just walk past the products to smell them. I just walk past the products to really look at the look at the label and the packaging. But anyway, so the first part is just that. Like, I'm on this natural thing like everybody else is. It is not as glamorous as it's been made to appear on Instagram is all I'm saying. Lots of days you start doing stuff to your hair. You get halfway through it or you get completely through it, dry it, and be like, this came out terrible. Let me put water on it and start from scratch. That's 
The truth. Oh my God. That has happened to me more than once. It happens all the time. But see, now it seems like you're liking the scratch. Like you got a scratch for the screen. <laughs> a little bit, but not a lot. Not that part. That part is still infuriating. If you try something and it just don't work at all, that is infuriating. <laughs> it doesn't go yeah, away. Yeah, because I don't like to waste my time, so I get it. Exactly. But um, the other thing, though, the flip side of it is always like when you try a thing and it comes out perfect, perfect, and then you go outside and you're like, I feel amazing i look amazing these curls look juicy it looks so intentional even like you get fun surprises where like i didn't even intend to have these curls pop this much and they extra poppy oh my god (laughs) and so you'll be feeling great go outside go somewhere like i don't know whole foods because that seems like a reasonable place to go what sure go to whole foods or any place downtown in midtown okay go any place literally don't have to be whole foods that was just the place i went last you stand in line Mm -hmm. and somebody decides that they're gonna be real friendly today oh boy and start and this is the thing it always starts with a compliment yeah like oh my god your hair looks so wonderful and And that's when you like turn around oh thank you and as you try to turn around you can't because somebody's extended unmelanated hand is reaching for your head. Filthy ass fingers. They're dirty fingers. Talking about something. It just looks so gorgeous. No. No. And no. All I want to say is if you don't find it disrespectful to impede upon my personal space, touch my physical person um, with reckless abandon, maybe that's not something that you think about. You should. But privilege has afforded you the luxury of not. Right. Outside of all of that, which has been covered ad nauseum by every black woman on the face of this planet. Yes. I'm more upset because it took me two days to even get this. If you don't get your fingers out of my head, they took me. Ignorant bitch. It took me six days to do. I'm Mm, tired. mm, mm, mm. (laughs) That's the part that I think don't get said enough. You don't know how long it took. Like, I was working a job once, and it was all, it was an all-white female staff, support staff, right? And so I I was getting very friendly with them. I'd been there for two weeks or whatever already. I was going to be there for a month. And so I'm talking to them, and I had done a twist out. Let's say it was maybe Wednesday, and I had put in a twist out on Friday. So we at the end of a twist out, and I'm trying to make it into a thing. So that very morning when I'm trying to make my hair into a thing, because curls are all loose, getting frizzy and all that stuff, and I'm just trying to make it to the weekend. Mm -hmm. So I know if I can do... Something with it today for two days, I'll get to a Friday, put it in a bun, and then I can start over. Right? That's my plan. I wake up in the morning trying to do something like that, and I end up having to, like, I was just trying to push it back, end up having to do, like, half up, half down, because the whole front just wasn't curled anymore. Right. Because, again, the front is the stubborn part. So <laughs> I had to take all my take all my stuff out, take my brush out, lay it down, wet it, do all the stuff to get like a half pulled up and the rest of the back was still decently curly and the, so the back was out. It looked decent, but it had taken me 
about 40 minutes to find something that looks decent. To even get it to look decent, to get, right. To get it to look decent because I'm walking into a professional space, so I need it to look decent. Like, I don't... It's it's already enough that I decided to wear my hair natural, which is a thing I decided to do in this space because I decided I was going to do it. But you need to do it correctly and don't have it right. looking wild yeah. and crazy. So... So I took the extra time, took the extra effort, did that get there. I get to work. And no, nobody tried to touch it. But what was the experience that I had was, first of all, because my hair did a different thing and they don't understand that hairs do different things. Oh, Lord. First, we got to start with, oh, my God. And again, it always starts well-intentioned and attempting to be... I don't be, even know that it starts well-intentioned. I think people give them the benefit of the doubt. Well, I think it's really you being an asshole and just trying to color I'll it with this. good intention, but that's not say, what's really I happening. I won't say always. In this setting, it was well-intentioned. Okay. I won't say always because you're right. Sometimes it's not. But in this setting, based on these this set of women mm-hmm. that I had spent two weeks with already, I will say for sure it was well-intentioned. Okay. And the reason that I can say that I know it was well-intentioned is because when they went to ask me, like, oh, my goodness, this is the question that actually bothers me almost as much as you touching it, is how did you do that? Bitch, okay. And so somebody decided to ask this question. And what I did is I let out a long Viola Davis-level pause, like a sigh. Sorry, not a pause, a sigh. Like a Viola Davis, roll your eyes, sigh. And after that sigh, what I appreciate about this particular white woman is she's like, you know what? Nope. It's cool. It looks gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm like, that? Well, yeah, no, I'll was, take that. I appreciate that. I will that. take that every day of the week. And I said I appreciate it because you have no idea. Because on top of the fact that, you know, all of the microaggression level things with it, on top of it is it took me 45 minutes. To even do this. <laughs> and do I this. really don't want to fucking sit here and explain <laughs> to your cauliflower looking ass Why it what took the me 45 fuck minutes? I did to get this. No, thanks. No, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into it because while it looks nice, yes, it does. I'm actually pissed off with it mm-hmm. because it took me forever to put together. But, um, but yeah, so that's my D. Hairdos. I do love it. I do not regret doing <laughs> so it. So the only don't was don't touch my hair. And don't ask me about it. <laughs> and that's don't ask don't. me about it. Okay. <laughs> don't like ask those. me about it and don't touch don't it. Don't touch it and don't ask me if about it. If you want to compliment me, you can compliment me without asking about it because Google exists for a reason. Google it. There's nothing but hair videos on Google and YouTube and everywhere else. You Google anything else you don't know, but you think it's my job to tell you. It ain't. Just like it ain't your job to tell me about Miley Cyrus or whatever else y'all be into. Guess what? I can look it up just like you do. That's where I found them uh, bacon cream cheese tacos on (laughs) y'all page in y'all sphere. Talking about some non-diet food, putting it on a Doritos Locos taco. That's y'all. We ain't doing that. But I found it just to say. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and that's it. That's it for me. That's my D. Wow, Tina D. <laughs> <laughs> the D stands for don't touch it. <laughs> the D stands for don't touch it. <laughs> I love it. Alrighty. Well, so, sparkle. <laughs> what's your D? My D, I can't, you know, I can't really decide um, what I wanted to title it. All okay. right. Um, because I had three different, you know, I'm a words person. I had three different titles for the same topic. Okay. So I'll give you all three. Well, why not? The more the merrier. God damn it. 
So it's do what the fuck it takes. Okay. That's one. Death to doubt. Okay. And dream different. That's three. And I like them all equally. Fair enough. I do like them all. This sounds like this is about to be more serious than our regular spiritual program. Yeah, because again, we talk about more than dick and D is never for dick. D is <laughs> never for dick. <laughs> Too easy. D is never for dick. Come back come back next week. <laughs> Where D might still be for dick. We all eat, but we talking about dick. <laughs> you know, come back next week. You never no, know. No, my D um, is really inspired by um, a Hill song, okay. song that I heard. Okay. And for those who don't know and are new to us, uh, we are full of fuckery. (laughs) (laughs) But we love us some Jesus. Man. I direct you to episode J. (laughs) Please. Was it J for Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, Iraqi goon Jesus? Iraqi goon Jesus. Go back to J if you you really try to see. That's my homie. Who we are and how we are. Um, so Mind D was inspired by a Hillsong song called uh, So A Lie. Okay. It's one of my favorite songs right now. Mm-hmm. And one of the verses in the song, she says, um, if the wind goes where you send it, so will I. Mm-hmm. And so because I have a Negro Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I have him. I have a. <laughs> I've met him. I have a friend. I have a Negro interpretation of songs in my heart. <laughs> Okay, buckle in. <laughs> Buckling in. And so while Hillsong and the woman that were singing was white, and mm-hmm. she sang it beautifully and very poetically, you know, if the wind goes where you send it, so will I. My Negro interpretation was, so you going to be all done by the wind? <laughs> <laughs> so you're in a competition with the wind now. Kinda, you know? You felt like the wind was looking at you calling you a bitch. Kinda. And being from being from Detroit, Michigan, sometimes the wind does call you a bitch. It does. That shit, especially when you my size, that shit would knock your ass to the ground. <laughs> or at least pierce your little face up. Right. And so I'm like, okay, my chat face ass is not about to lose to the wind, bitch. I mean, the wind does go where the Lord tells it. It does. And so I'm that like, if true. the wind goes where you send it, so will I. So I'm like, damn, are you going to be outdone by the wind? And so I kind of took that and that I'm sucks. like, hmm, so, so, so what does that mean to me? Mm-hmm. And what I got from that, well, sometimes you got to yell at your shit. Lazarus! <laughs> oh. Lazarus! <laughs> oh. oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. But with the Auntie Aretha voice and Mary Don't You Eat. Oh. When she yells at, 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 at that, uh, when she yells during the song, literally Lazarus. <laughs> but I thought about it, like, you got to yell at shit that feels dead. Okay. You know what I mean? You got to yell at, that. like, those dreams that you had. You know, who knows? I don't, I, I don't know. You know, what, what you maybe thought you were going to accomplish or wanted to accomplish or were believing for. Mm. You know, if you wanted to be an entrepreneur and start a business, if you wanted to move to a different place, a different country, a different state, whatever. Mm. Whatever your dreams are. And somehow we have allowed life to kind of get in the way. Right. And become um, monotonous and live in the routine. And just, you know, go, this is all that I'm ever going to have. This is all that I'm ever going to be. Anything that I desired before this moment is is dead. Right. And I just kind of came up with the idea that we have to dream different. Okay. Explain. So, so by dream different, <laughs> it's not to say that you don't dream or that your dreams are deceased. You mm-hmm. just have to dream different now. So if you've met a roadblock, you know, let, let's say that 
you know, a lot of us have kids and didn't. A lot of people did plan on having children, but a lot of us did not plan on That's having children. That's the new thing. People plan people are planning for babies. That shit is crazy. Um, <laughs> people just didn't know for pop ups. <laughs> for pop up, yeah, pop up shop. Pop up pop ups. You know, uh, they they tend to. Um, not necessarily thwart a plan, but cause you to rearrange your plan. And True. Uh, and for a lot of folks, um, they dead their shit. Right. And they go, okay, well, like this is life is so different that I don't even see myself getting back to what I once dreamed of, mm-hmm. or accomplishing the things that I once dreamed that I would accomplish. Mm-hmm. And it, my thing is, so we have to dream different. You have to be able to look at your current situation and figure out. How can I move forward with my current roadblocks, with the things that now are taking up more time, with the things that are requiring more responsibility? I see my I'm I'm still able to see a glimpse of who I wanted to be or where I wanted to be. But Mm -hmm. I can't figure out how to fuck to get there. Right. So how do you do that? Because I think that kids, no kids. So for me, I think I think it's two part. And maybe that's where the other two titles come in at. Okay. First of all, I think it's death to doubt. Okay. You have to speak to, it doesn't matter if you follow Jesus, you follow the Quran, you follow whatever, mm-hmm. Buddhism, whatever. Mm-hmm. It all kind of is central in, in, in one of the concepts of language. Okay. And you have to be able to speak to your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of the people who really believe that words, words create worlds. And so whatever you say you're going to have, that's what you're going to have. True. Because it's where you send in your energy. Yeah. It's where you send in that belief and that faith. Mm-hmm. So you really have to um, have death to doubt and really command those feelings of insecurity, those feelings of hopelessness and helplessness and command them to die and go, OK, let me change my mind first before I can change my action. I think that's step one. Right. Is speaking to your situation and going, well, no matter what it looks like and no matter where I am, I'm still capable and able to achieve the things that I set out to do before all of these other things happen. So here's my thing Mm -hmm. that comes up a lot with that, because I agree with the fact that that is, you know, what you should do and that any version of whatever mental space that you use to try to keep your mental and spiritual space together. Everybody uses a different thing, whatever it is. There's always some element that includes what your speech is. Mm -hmm. There's always like, if you just go basic level, like motivational speakers across the board, say the same thing. Like you have to, you know, don't say no, don't use negative words, like use whatever words or tones to get to the place you're trying to get to. Some people use it as rudimentary as that, which is fine. My question, though, is in the event that you're trying to do this stuff, especially if this is your first time trying to do these these sorts of things, what what do you how do you really do that and disregard the world that is around you and still live in the world that is around you? Because that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. To both disregard and still exist. Exactly. Okay, so I think that's where you need to be able to um, compartmentalize. Um, situation versus personal reality. Okay. So what I mean by that is going to work every day and being around people I can't fucking stand is is a situation. Yes, it is. It's a it's a, it, it's a situation. Uh-huh. These are people I got to fucking fake smile at, fake laugh at, you know, sh- or work with, collaborate with, or whatever. Right. But the moment I clock out, I'm done with them. Yes. They are not a part of my necessarily my my interpersonal reality. 
Okay. Your interpersonal reality is what shapes you. It's it's what you think. It's how you behave. It's how you respond to situations. It's, you know, the thoughts you think before you go to sleep. It's the person you decide to be in multiple situations throughout the day. Okay. That is the that is the you living in you. That is the thought living in you. And so and you that have version to, that be. that version of of you has to be larger than the outward version of you. Okay. And I think a lot of people get caught up in you know the work them because the work them is a routine them. The work them is an easy them to be. Mm-hmm. It is a set of 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 rules. Right. I wake up. I put this on. I eat breakfast. I feed my kids. I drive here. I drop them off here. I go to this place. I sit mm-hmm. down. I do these things. I say these things. I go back home to do it all over again the next day. Right. But what happens is people don't step outside of that person mm-hmm. and really spend time figuring out who they are inside of themselves, who it is that they want to be. I, I'm a writer, so and I don't just mean like I write things. I mean like I'm a writer as in that's how I process thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I would sit down and I would write. Literally, I would make a list of goals. Okay. I would sit down and figure out what is it that I set out in the beginning before I married this person, before I had kids, before I had this job. What did I see myself doing and who did I see myself becoming? Yeah. Do I still want those same things? Because sometimes goals change. You don't even want the same shit you set out to achieve it in the beginning. <laughs> that changes too. You know what I mean? Right. So I would, but I would start from scratch and go, mm. what did I set out in the beginning? And then I would cross off shit that I no longer wanted or had an interest in. And mm. I would see what was left. Right. And then I would make another list of actionable steps that I feel like I can take in this moment. And it might not be like, let's say you want to start a business and you don't necessarily even know right now what kind of business you want. A smaller step would be okay I'm going to spend some time you know I'm going to carve out 30 minutes a day to pursue what businesses are popping Right. you know like right now we, we've been talking a lot about the cannabis industry it's a lot of um, opportunities in cannabis right now especially for black folks to, to come up and make some money so maybe you want to be an entrepreneur you just knew you want to own some shit right <laughs> you knew at some point you wanted <laughs> to just work thing. for yourself but you didn't necessarily know what kind of business you wanted then that is an industry worth researching and seeking out you know, whether or not you can be successful in it. Right. But, you know, no matter what it is, maybe you wanted to be a man who, let's say, like, uh, who do we have? Like, B. Smitty said he <laughs> used to be on a bunch of bullshit. Yes. Maybe you just want to be a better person. Maybe, right. maybe you're, you know, you come from a lot of trauma and a lot of brokenness and you don't want to be like the men in your family. You want to be a better dude. Mm-hmm. But you're not where you saw yourself being. Right. And so I would take some time and figure out how do I become that person? I right. would read some books. I would maybe seek some counseling. Mm-hmm. I would separate myself from people who... Um, poison my environment, my mental right. environment, and leave me feeling like I'm depleted. Yeah, and I think I think uh, that is critical to doing everything else. Yeah, one thing that I will say for sure um, that helps in trying to eliminate doubt and chase after dreams, and chase after dreams is like. Is not even the that's not the the right way to say because it's not so much that you're trying to it gives you the image of like you're running behind something that you can't catch mm-hmm. and it also gives you the image that your goal is to catch it and but that's kind of I'll say this a lot of times that that goal though is is purpose and yeah. the only way to truly obtain purpose and I say this because of my personal um, spiritual belief mm-hmm. but I. I believe the only way to catch that is to first pursue God and he will allow you to pursue your purpose. Right. He will but, lead you in how to pursue that purpose. And I agree with that. And I think recently, only recently, has it even become a thing where to understand, 
to come to an understanding that um the that purpose is not a thing that you are chasing. No, that purpose not. is not a thing that you're trying to grab. It's not a it's not a destination no. point. It's it's what you're doing every single day. And when you look at um when you look at making these sorts of goals and try to redirecting your way around different sort of uh, roadblocks, what you have to really, what's really important, at least for a person like myself, what has become very important is to stay in a 24 hour time frame. Like, yeah. To build a build a plan because I'm a person. We're both people that like to build a plan, build a timeline, build something out to say, okay, I want to get to this goal. I want to do this, and I want to do this. And you line it up and you organize. It's not to say that you live your life unorganized and like, oh, I'm just living for the day because mm-hmm. that's not it. But then once you lay those things out, you take your one goal, whichever one is the closest to you. You got a five year plan, you got a one year plan, you got a six month plan, or whatever. Take your yeah. six month thing. And it's just now, once you have it, you got to stay there. And what happens is we make these sorts of plans and then we don't stay in that space. I had a friend of mine who knows me pretty well and he suggested a long time ago that I take a legal pad and make a list Mm -hmm. and not just write it in my phone, but write it on paper. And he specifically Mm -hmm. said paper Mm -hmm. because it's satisfaction and a feeling of achievement when you physically check something off of a a piece of paper. That is true. And it keeps me... um, in a set of 24, like you mm-hmm. said, and I've been really doing that a lot more recently and feeling the satisfaction at the end of the day when I can look back at this legal pad and see I done checked off 15 things because that's literally like yep. what I do in a day. Yep. And so um, checking those things off, like like uh, Tina D just said, if you have a six month plan, I would take it and figure out and, and, and break that six month plan down to one month. Yep. And then I would take that one month and break, break it, it down, down to, to a week. week. Yeah. And then break and, it down to a day. Exactly. Yeah. And I would just reduce it to as low as common denominator and figure out what can I do today that mm-hmm. will get me to that goal. Yeah. But that, yeah, that's the thing that you that's the thing that I think, especially if you're a person because this is not we're not talking about and most people are not what is portrayed as just this lazy person who just doesn't want to do anything, live with their parents and just stay in that space all the time. Most people, the majority of people, the larger percentage of human beings are people that had something that they at least wanted to do and it got knocked down. And not just wanted to do as in... um, reach reach one goal or reach some large you know um, mm-hmm. tangible physical goal but live the life that you saw yourself le- leading in the in the broader mm-hmm. context of it all and having the peace having the marriage that you desire having the financial um abundance that you desire you know yeah. having the peace that you desire because it's not always about you know tan- acquiring tangible things or accomplishing tangible things mm-hmm. a, a lot of it too is being in a place of fucking peace yeah and I and, think- ha- and, and, and reaching a point where you have an, an inner feeling of achievement true and I think one thing that um somebody I can't remember who but somebody said once um when you're trying to reflect and think and I one thing I'll say is that my, based on the way that I was raised and just in general, um, my personality, I'm a person that does relatively decent and regular, like, 
internal self checks on the type of person I am. What's good? What's bad? Where are we at? Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very good at self assessment. Where where are we at in this assessment of self? And not everybody is great as that. And not everybody. I was. But you have to work to to a point where you even take the time to sit down and and do self checks. And one thing that I remember hearing, I can't remember if it was a mentor of mine or if I saw it somewhere else. But one thing that stuck with me about when you're talking to other people who may not be that great at doing something like that is to start with um, imagining yourself or remembering what it was like when you were, let's say, 12, like sixth grade or something like that. And what you thought you what did you want? Not just what did you want to be like profession wise, but what type of person did you see yourself as when you were 12? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you because there's well, not that's a, why I said you need to start at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I yeah. said you got to start from scratch. Go right. go back, back, back. Go back to, to where that. You, that. And that's why I also said that you need to be able to cross out things that you no longer have an interest For in. For sure. Because that's how far back I was talking about going. <laughs> you so maybe you don't want to be back. the pink power ranger anymore. <laughs> and I don't you know, I maybe don't you do. Think, I don't think. I don't think everybody's like. I think uh, it's so much more rudimentary and than than that sort of stuff. Like the type of person you. I'm like everybody. Of course, everybody's like, oh, I want a bunch of money or whatever. But there's more. Maybe about you want to be kinder, of, right? What type of lifestyle you? it is that you wanted to leave. Maybe you want to travel more and you feel like I can't do that. My current, the way my finances are set up, I can't do that. I have children and you know, whatever, but that's not permanent. Exactly. And so that's all I'm saying is that we sit down and we figure out, you know, how, how do I achieve this goal? How do I come to that? Maybe you need to, Real, and I, if you go back to episode R, I'll tell you what to do with your money and <laughs> make some more money. Right. But, you know, go back and figure out, um, you know, where you can save a couple dollars here, tw- you know, five, ten dollars here and build up to where you, you know, what you need to get where you want to go. But yeah. lastly, um, do what the fuck it takes. Yeah, that's the hard part. So dream different. Death to doubt. But do what the fuck it takes. And I think that's where a lot of people fucking lose it. Mm -hmm. Because doing what it takes is gritty and uncomfortable and broke a lot of times. Say that part. It's uncomfortable. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Doing what it takes to get to where you want to be is fucking bullshit. Let me just say that. It's bullshitty, bullshitty, bullshit. Two snaps. Okay. (laughs) That's the shit that you go... I don't. I, I want to be hands. right. I want to be. <laughs> I want to be over here doing this, mm-hmm. but to get to that point, it requires this, and yes. I don't really want to go through that. I really want to go around it. Absolutely, because I 100%. still want what I want. Yes, but I've learned recently that that is not the the journey That's, you get to take to get what you want. It is not. Sis. Sometimes not. you got you got to go through. You can't go around. No, and going through again. A going, going the going through is like. I might get bitten by a shark, but I ain't going to die. <laughs> like, I might bleed a little bit, but I'm not going to die. Yeah. I might be broke for a minute, but I'm not going to die. Yeah. I might be lonely for a minute, but I'm not going to die. And you kind of have to go into it with the, with the mindset of, with the mindset of tenacity, with the mindset yeah. of, um, I'm going to be resilient no matter what the fuck, because mm. getting, we what, what they say, good things. I don't, what, what is it? Anything what? worth having? Oh yeah, it's worth working for. Yeah, 
anything. And you got to put in the work to get to where you want to be. There's yeah. a lot of people who, you know, we sit back and we look at and we go, damn, I wish I could have their house or their car or their life or their this or their that. They seem happy as fuck. They seem like they, you know, out of debt and, and debt free as fuck. But we don't know about the times where they fucking slept on took. friends' couches and, and what it took to get there when they missed out on parties, when they missed out on being able to travel or when they missed out or when they were fucking lonely as fuck because they waited for the person that's for them or where they were broke as fuck because they trying to build this business mm-hmm. or where, you know, they had to struggle like a motherfucker to get to this point, but they were willing to do that. They were right. willing to struggle because they felt like what was on the other side of that struggle was worth it. Right. Particularly, and I think struggle struggle is something that really should be defined more as uncomfortable. It's discomfort. It's discomfort. Because cause it's real it's easy. It's different for, any, for everybody. It's, it's real easy. Like, we black people in America, it's real easy to say, oh, I'm out here and I'm struggling. I'm struggling, yeah. yeah that that can, be, can be applied to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because we all are financially and a lot of times emotionally in a very, um, you know, in a very depressed state. Not depression, but, but just... Well, we, what we're talking about is struggle squared. Yeah. What we're, talk, well, what we're talking about is is f- what is familiar to you right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, right? Because you like, I can do... That's why people stay in shitty relationships. Exactly. Because it's like, okay, well, I know this type of bad. I know right. how bad it's going to get. This the bad I know. This the bad I know. Right. I don't want to go do anything I don't know exactly. because I don't know what that bad going to feel like. Right. Exactly. So you... you are in whatever whatever financial state you in. Everybody you know has always always been in this mm-hmm. in this spot. And even if it's not a bad spot, I'm not talking about everybody just sitting in a project. I'm just talking about maybe it's just middle class. Like people just go to work and go to the job. But you're dreaming bigger. But you want something bigger, then you're gonna have to do something that looks different. The yep. main thing that it it boils down to is that if you want something to be different, you're you gonna do have something to different. do something that looks and might be different. You gotta figure out what that different thing is and then you have to actually apply it. And maybe and do you it. gotta wake up in the morning every single day, you know, as shit seems like it is crumbling around you and talk to yourself in the mirror and, and remind yourself who you are, whose you are, where you're going and what you got. Yeah, exactly. And you got to for real talk talk that doubt away and and, and literally kill that shit. You have right. to dead that doubt, period. Yeah. And once it's dead for real, like any if another person was if there if it was an actual person and it died and somebody else came along and started asking you where that person was, how long would you let them ask you where that person was yeah. before you said, no, 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 they're dead. Like, yeah. that, that doesn't exist anymore. So when you got people around you... And you're you, not going to keep asking me about you're this. You're not going to keep asking me about this. If you got people around you that keep trying to ask you about something that you decided to dig... Like, oh, you trying to do that? Like, oh, gotta, I don't think that's going to work. Or you I don't gotta, think that's a good idea. I don't think you can do that. They no longer your tribe. They mm-hmm. might have been your tribe for however long they is. They might be able to stay in equations but your tribe is people that is gonna get on board or get off this shit yeah anybody else who can't get on board with the fact that that person that passed away that thing that passed away that financial state that get on the away, train and get off the tracks you gotta go like and that is another level of discomfort a lot of times it starts off you the only person on that train yeah it starts at a point where you might be the only person and that's on that train to be okay you and that's going to have to be okay, because okay okay, everybody ain't meant to go where you're going. No. And what's really funny to me, in my personal experience, what I found out, if you ride that train by yourself for like four, five, six stops, but you going where you're going, all of a sudden, at stop number seven, here comes somebody 
jumping yep. on the train that got off <laughs> yep. six stops ago. Like, what you doing yep. here, boss? How yep. you here? Mm-hmm. But you got to stay on the train long enough to see to that see. they'll catch up. Yep. They'll get back. If it's really a thing and you really... Which is why it really it really suffer is a lot of suffering within at least within black communities to me is that as soon as somebody tries to reach for these things different, we decide that we gonna write both parties decide that they've been wrong and we're gonna write the other person off. And what you really need to do is if you doing something that's really promoting yourself and moving yourself to a space and the people that you leave behind just not ready then you also it's not to say that you need to be a snob and say, Oh well y'all don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. Anybody can change just like you decided to change today. There might be a day they wake up and decide to dead that stuff too and then they end up at stop number seven. And maybe seven. they're not for you right now, but that don't mean they won't be for you later. It don't mean it's permanent. It don't mean that you got to turn your nose up at everybody who's out here still where you used to be. It right. means that you can't be there now and it doesn't mean that they can't get to where you are Dream later. Dream different and, 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 and do different humbly. Yes, humbly. <laughs> humbly Do with some humility. Yes, absolutely. But you know, brokenness and struggle will humble you like a motherfucker too. I'm saying this right if, now. If what you're person. trying to do requires you to, to go through a financial struggle even exactly. more than where you presently are, then yeah. Exactly. But you got to know that it's hope on the other side and God, God, God has you, especially, which is why I began this with pursue him and you'll end up pursuing purpose and he will move you um, through, through you know, around those mountains and, you know, over those cliffs and under and through those valleys and, you know, all that good yeah. shit. And he will he will take you through it. Yeah. And you if, won't be you won't be on that train by yourself. No. And if and he he don't sit if this is something you subscribe Further to where he the conductor. Right. <laughs> if this is what you subscribe to. You don't send people out by themselves. Number one. So mm-hmm. even if you had to dump everybody off at a stop, guarantee you next stop, brand new person show up. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is just in case this is what you subscribe to. If it's not, then fine. But if it is, Matthew 6.33 is what you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> Just go read it and yep. take that in for a while. Yep. So that is my D, ma'am. All right. All right. Well, it's about that time. You know what time it is? Time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. Ooh. <laughs> it's time for Detroit things, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> For old things, no less. (laughs) Outside of being old as hell, it's time for life hacks, boss. Okay, ma'am. You go first. All right. So my life hack goes with my um with my letter of the day, with my topic. My life hack is specifically to the women with their natural tresses. And especially if you just started. Here's the hack. If you getting ready to twist up, curl up, or whatever you about to do to your do, do the front first. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you the number of times that I start in the back to get halfway through my head and no longer care. That is a problem. I can't do the front first because if I do the front first, I won't do the back. Well, see. I have to start in the back so that I can have something to look forward to. <laughs> know thyself. Yeah, know thyself is really because I yeah. If I start in the front, I'll be like, shit, I could put this up back here. <laughs> but also, still that though, if you start in the front and you decide that you're too tired, it's eleven o'clock at night, and you need to just put the back up. That's also fine. But you know what? You can't put up. You can't put, put up, up the front. Yeah, that's true. That <laughs> you is can true. Put the back up. You can come back another day. You can come with renewed energy. You know what you can't do. It's quit <laughs> when you halfway through and you've only done the back. So my life hack is start at the front of your crown queen. <laughs> Lord. Then work your way back. Okay. That's it. <laughs> well then. 
Y'all turn. My life hack. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of less serious. Because that, that was some profound shit she just said. <laughs> Starting the front. <laughs> <laughs> Need y'all take that in. <laughs> this less so. My life hack is um, spoken from the point of view of a tired ass parent. Okay. I'm fucking, okay. I'm fucking exhausted. It's been a long ass day. <sighs> yeah. Do not have kids parties on Sundays. <laughs> That's my fucking life hack. Shots fired. It's a Sunday. Y'all can you guess? Who in their right goddamn mind has a kid's party late at night on a Sunday or even in the evening that ends in the evening on a Sunday when most people are trying to get lunches ready for Monday, iron clothes, iron uniforms, make, you know, get baths and shit together. What if that's the only day that they have? Then your kid don't need a fucking party. Y'all need to find another day. That's some bullshit. Kids parties need to be <laughs> early on Saturday so I can have my day left, first of all, because I want to spend all my fucking day at your goddamn kid's birthday party. I don't give a fuck who it is. Relative, god child, whoever. My child. I will leave that motherfucking party, too. <laughs> Let alone on a Sunday in the evening. Ooh, you big mad. Also, your kid don't need a birthday party every year of their life. <laughs> there it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, you get Is this a life hack? Yes. Like life hack. Don't the, don't give your kid a birthday party. No, every year? the life hack is don't have a party on Sundays. Okay. Let people have their goddamn Sundays. Okay. You lucky one football season. <laughs> <laughs> we love that kid. Also, also, your kid don't need a party every damn year. Also we facts. happy they here. Okay, with some cupcakes and a couple of dollar store balloons and your little gifts should, should suffice. Most of us had that hard ass Neapolitan ice cream in that goddamn gallon. Yeah. With a couple of cupcakes. Or Superman sometimes. Or Superman. Superman. Mm-hmm. And a couple of presents. Yeah. We didn't do these elaborate ass themes for because you didn't turn seven. Don't nobody give a fuck about seven. <laughs> Or eight or nine. You need, bitch, you need a double digit for me to give a shit. You get five, you get one, because who? We made it. You, you get maybe five, three, five, mm-hmm. ten, thirteen, because you're a teen, sixteen, and twenty-one. Other than that, fuck everything in between. Okay. Okay? that how you feel? Yes. We done? Oh, I got it off my chest. <laughs> you feel better? I do. I like the little kids' parties, but that's I mean me. they're cute. They're, but I also they're never, adorable. But I never have to throw one. But I have to throw them and help with others, so yeah. I'm over it. Also fair. And it's a Sunday. I mean the Sunday. Who part, does Sunday birthday I parties? I didn't fight you on the Sunday party. That's was, nuts. The junk was crazy. Let's do Saturdays, mommies and daddies. I got church in the morning, and that's it. Yeah, on my schedule. I'm trying to drink <laughs> after church. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Oh man, this episode Jeez. has been brought to you by the letter D. Yes. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Come to the Nacho Cart. Chit chat with us. Let us know how you uh like the bachelors so far. Yes. If you have a bachelor you would like uh to suggest them to us, feel free to slide in the Nacho Cart's DMs. <laughs> Not ours personally, but get on there. Talk to us. We're here for it. Titties and tacos. Two D's. Like the titties. Like the ones that hang. Exactly. Hang low. (laughs) (laughs) Tie them in a bow. (laughs) Tie 
time minimum. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. Be sure to rate us on iTunes. Five stars and five stars only. Please. Anything else you can't keep, keep it. it. We don't want it. Keep it. Keep it to yourself. Go tell your mama. Maybe she care. No. Jesus. <laughs> um. But yeah, make sure you share this podcast, subscribe, so you listen every week to whatever foolishness we have. And until next time, eat a taco, rub a titty, and we'll holla at you next time. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.